With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Reminds me of me, but better. I'm gonna be a household name, so y'all better remember it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce y'all to Mr. Peyton Watson. Like Randon Watson. Yeah, having the time of my life. It's a blessing to be here with y'all, learning the game. Word. So talk to us, man. You know, you're a California kid, man. You uh kind of off the radar a little bit. Let's talk to talk about your journey that you went through from being kind of off the radar to now pushed onto the national scene as being maybe a household name. But. A whole lot of work done in the dark when nobody was watching. Um, and eventually I knew that if I just kept working, it was going to come to light. So one thing I did was just keep my head down, stay humble, listen to my folks, and uh, it all came. Who was who your inspiration? Who was the one to push you? Like every morning, say, if you were one of them kids to wake up at like 6 or 7 a.m., I'm on a schoolyard, I'm getting shot then. Who was there with you that your inspiration to help push you to become that player, that dominant high school player that you are now? First and foremost, it was my mom. She always in my ear from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep. My, my Duke, shout out my Duke. But whether she tells me how you do anything is how you do everything. So whether that's school, basketball, community service, whatever it is, she tell me to go 100%. So that's what I do. My mom, she keep me solid, that's my rock. And then. Obviously, I'm blessed to have a pops in my life who's there for me, loves me, teach me the game, works out with me. I worked out with nobody but my, my dad and my uncle my whole life, so I just been blessed. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good stuff, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a blessing, man. Um, family is very important for us, man. I know for myself, Rashid. I mean, it's everything, and just it's really solid to hear that you got a, a great background. But let's talk about that moment which went through all the working out. You know, parents sacrifice so much to kind of get you to a certain level. When was that moment when you felt like, okay, I'm putting it all together? Like my game is starting to really come together. I can feel it now. I feel like I'm ready to dominate. Um, for me, it would it would just be through all that work I was doing during the pandemic. I mean. Every day I was at it, I didn't know when we was going to be able to play again, but I was treating every day like it was my last. Um, I know a lot of people took it as a break to rest and, and whatnot, but I was going at it every day. I was trying to get better, so that way when we got back hooping, I was going to hit the ground running and hopefully get a chance to be invited to stuff like this and be with y'all. So Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's that's good. And, and this is just the the tip of the iceberg for you as far as all the hard work you were just telling us about you know with games like this with uh you being involved with certain events and community events as well i'm glad that you do a lot of community service so share some of that with us like what exactly are you help feeding the homeless um are you help you know some with with any type of like clothing drive or sock drive or something geared towards that what are, what do you exactly do with your community service uh, yeah, I mean, um, like I told you, Long Beach is a huge community. Um, 
it's a really big city, but it's really intimate. Anybody who's from Long Beach, we all embrace each other. So um, it's big for me to just always give back to the community. Even if I'm still coming up, I ain't even done everything I want to do. Right, right. So um, as I'm coming up, like um, during the holidays, we did a toy drive for the Boys and Girls Clubs in Long Beach. I came up playing in the Boys and Girls Club. So, and I, a lot of the people I came up with, I still talk to. Um, so it was just really important for me, for those kids to have a nice holiday because they deserve it, and um, so we decided to give back. So that was one thing that I really, I'll never forget. That's awesome, young fella, man. It's, it's, it's not to me, I, I can say it for myself. When I was your age, I wasn't really into community yeah. service. It was more for doing for my family. Like, uh-huh. you know, if my grandmother needed a grass cut, <laughs> cut the grass or, you know, so forth. But I wasn't really into community, but man, stay with that, bro. Stay with that, it's only gonna get better. So man, so, so through your journeys now, you're thrust on the scene. Now you get an opportunity to get recruited. Let's talk about your recruiting process. Let's talk about you know how it started, going through the process until you up to the choosing your school. I mean, it was a roller coaster for me with my recruiting because I didn't start off getting the most highly recruited or anything like that. So any call I was getting, I was happy. I was picking up every call, every text, everything. I was making sure I was just um, staying locked in with all that. And as I got better and I got more on the scene, like you said, USA basketball, I was blessed enough to participate in that, get some exposure, get my game out there. And it started off, they was talking about 3 and D, talking about like, I'm super long, I got the measurables, so I can come in college and I can play right away. And as I got better and better and we progressed throughout it, I got a chance to meet some amazing coaches, got a chance to go on some visits, some of the best times of my life, super fun. So, um, yeah, I still talk to the coaches to this day, even the ones I didn't go to their school, like Juwan Howard, that's like that's like my big bro. He always taps in with me, make sure I'm straight, so. My big brother, too. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> too. yeah. No, that's that's awesome, man, that, that you, you know, you want to stay in touch and don't burn on bridges because you never know. You know, that's actually a conversation Bonzi and I was having yesterday between ourselves. Um, don't burn no bridges because those same coaches that you didn't go to their school, you never know. Down the line, exactly. hey, you could end up working at the college with them or if they on an NBA level, you know, just just keep it funky with it all, man. That's that's a good thing, man. So what made you choose UCLA? What, what was it about that school? Was it the coaching staff? Was it the campus? Or, or what made you say like, yo, I'm going here? I mean, for me, um, UCLA, I always grew up on UCLA basketball. Like, that was the premier basketball in LA. Um, We had so many good guys come through. And um, that was just always something I watched. So coming into my recruiting process, I already knew that. And I already knew how I felt about UCLA. But once I got to meet the people, Coach Cronin, um, and I got to come to some games and see what it was all about, I was on campus more and just um, it, it just, truth be told, and this is the first time any I've, I've ever told anybody, but like when I was there in Poly Pavilion, like, you know, you could just feel something. And I mean, wow. it wasn't for anybody else to understand, but me, everybody always asked me, and it was just something that I felt myself. And I felt like um, my services are needed here. I could be, um, once again, the face of LA basketball, get that culture back to where it was, where the best players in LA stay in LA. 
And uh, we looking to, we went to Final Four, we trying to win the national championship next year. Yeah, rep your city, rep your city. I ain't mad at that. Yes, sir. And, and I love to hear that, young fella. Um, I was able, blessed enough to stay at home and be able to play <laughs> at home for my family to be able to see me play and just that whole vibe being from Indiana. So hats off to you for that. But you go to a school, UCLA, with rich in tradition. You talk about some of the players that played there from Lou Alcindor, Bill Walton, and some of the current players in Baron Davis, Matt Barnes, Darren Collison. And I've, we've been hearing about some of these legendary workouts you've been doing with um, Darren Collison and, and Frank Robinson and those guys. Just talk about how those guys have been helping prepare you for the moments that you're about to see in college and hopefully beyond. Oh, it's been huge. Uh, Darren reached out to me this summer during the pandemic. He was super, super nice. Because uh, for a lot of people, we wasn't even able to get in gyms in California. Like, the COVID was bad, so it was hard for us to get into gyms. So Darren gave us a place to work out. Um, and the biggest thing about about it, I always tell people, is just like the pro insight, like even being with y'all, like there's a lot of stuff that y'all can tell me that I would never even know because y'all already have been there. And, and Darren obviously being a PG, being a great PG, he always has insight in the game of um, what he's thinking during the game, what he's looking for, knowing like you can't mess up no plays, you gotta be locked in 100%, and that's, and that's something that stuff that I'll never forget. And um, it's more than just like the basketball aspect of it. I could call Darren about anything and he'll talk to me. Darren go call me when he's on vacation or when he's in his backyard having a cookout. So yeah, that's, that's good. That's dog. love. Yeah, that's love. I'm glad he showed you that. Remain humble, young fellas. Yeah. Remain humble. I yeah. like seem real humble though. That's yeah. what I like about yeah. it, man. Yeah. Remain humble. It gets it. Like you know, you could jump out the gym, but you ain't want to be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Keep remain humble with that. But before we let you go, I have one last question to ask you. Lay it on me. What does the words "ball is life" mean to you? I mean, I mean, it's the best name you could probably have. I mean, because for, for us who really hoop, it really is life. I mean, a lot of us can't imagine without it. And the ball, and this ball could take us so many places. I mean, um, I've been able to travel the country just so far, just playing basketball been able to touch so many people, use my platform to talk about things that I think are important. Um, and my family loves watching me play. It brings joy to them to see me play. I, I just got to play my first high school game a few weeks back. And it was just so awesome looking out there, seeing my grandma, my grandpa, my parents, my uncles. Everybody was just happy to be there seeing me play. They don't care if I go out score 40 or I score two. They just happy to see me play. And that's just what I love about the game. So. Um, Ball is life. I mean, that's really everything for me. Ball is life. Well, there it is, man. You heard it from the man himself. Bonzi Wells, Rashi Wallace, and the man Peyton, Mr. Brandy Watson. Man, it's another one. It's a wrap, man. Stay tuned for the next one. We got more heat coming from real soon.